master and the disciple. Narain now began to visit Sri Ramakrishna as often as he could. He felt that Sri Ramakrishna loved him more than anyone else did. He was always eager to see him. Sri Ramakrishna was confident that Narain would someday become a great man. He mentioned this to his other devotees telling them about Narain's many good qualities. He said that other devotees were like stars but Narain was like the sun. He said that Narain was a liberated soul who had been born to help others people. Sri Ramakrishna had great confidence in Narain. He knew that he could never do anything wrong. Narain also felt deep love for Sri Ramakrishna. Although busy with his studies, he often went to Dakshineshwar. Sri Ramakrishna was delighted with Narain's songs and often went into samadhi listening to them. Narain had an independent mind. He would not believe anything unless he could understand it for himself. Many times he would argue with Sri Ramakrishna if what he said was not logical to him. Once Sri Ramakrishna said, "If you do not accept my views, why do you come to me?" Narain replied, "I come because I love you." but that does not mean that i will accept your words without thinking for myself instead of being annoyed shri ramakrishna was pleased to hear this he was glad that narain was so independent minded and so time went on narain became more and more devoted to shri ramakrishna who gave him various instructions which he followed shri ramakrishna taught him how to meditate and he became more and more interested in meditation and other spiritual practices but narain had to pass through a time of great trouble Early in 1884 his father died. Narain was the eldest son and so he became the head of the family. His father had never saved any money and Narain found it difficult even to get enough food for the family to eat. He often went without food so that his family might have more. He began to look for a job but without success. Later he worked in a lawyer's office as a school teacher and at other such jobs. They were not permanent and he had difficulty in supporting his family in spite of these difficulties they at least had a house to live in but some dispute arose over this also some of his relatives chose them to claim a large part of the houses theirs the case went to court where it dragged on for a long time luckily the case was decided in favor of narain's family narain's life had been completely upset by his father's death his mind was a turmoil he found peace only at the feet of shri ramakrishna in 1885 shri ramakrishna began to suffer from a sore in his throat it became worse and worse and finally it was learned that he had cancer a terrible disease his disciples and devotees came forward to help him a garden house was rented for him at kosipur He moved there and many of his young disciples began to stay there and nurse him. Narain was one of those who spent most of their time at Kosipur. He sometimes had to go to Calcutta on family business, but he spent the rest of his time with his Ramakrishna. Narain and the other disciples devoted themselves to the service of their master. Narain was their leader. When they had time, they would gather together and sing, study or discuss the great quality of of Sri Ramakrishna. Narain wanted very much to realize God to see God for he felt that this was the only purpose of life Sri Ramakrishna gave him many hints about how to meditate and he spent much time in meditation he was wonderful experience during meditation sometimes he would completely forget the outside world once narain and shri girish chandra ghosh the great poet and dramatist 
sat under a tree for meditation. Giris tried to meditate but there were too many mosquitoes. They buzzed in around his head and bit him and he could not meditate. He wondered if Narain was able to meditate. So he opened his eyes to see what he was doing. He was surprised to see that mosquitoes covered Narain's body like a blanket. But Narain did not seem to feel anything since he was lost in meditation. One evening Narain had the highest spiritual experience. While meditating, he forgot the outside world and even his own body. He thought of nothing but God and God alone. His mind was literally filled with God. He felt great joy and happiness. This experience is called Samadhi. Sri Ramakrishna began to prepare Narain for the work he was to do later. He asked Narain to look after the uh, other young devotees and to see that they continue to practice meditation. One day Sri Ramakrishna asked them to beg their food from door to door as the sadhus do. The food they collected was offered to Sri Ramakrishna. He ate it with great joy and said that such food was pure. He also gave ochre ropes to the boys and in this way initiated them as monks. The end came all too soon. On August 16, 1886, Sri Ramakrishna passed away, leaving his disciples full of sorrow. Some stayed at the Kausipur garden house for a time and others returned home and began to study. Narain, however, started to organize them into a monastic brotherhood.